Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is The Mental Supplement. My name is Zay. I'm your host. Today, I have my brother Jerome on, and we're going to be talking about bipolar disorder. Hello. <clears throat> oh, goodness, my voice. Hello. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, basically, I want to, from this, I want to, like, understand where your journey started. Mm-hmm. Like, when you first realized you were bipolar, uh, before, even before that, did you realize, like, you were different than other kids in some ways? Hmm. My journey... You know, I feel like I, well, I definitely did get diagnosed when I was around 16, when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. My mom took me, our mom, because we're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she took us to, um, she took me to a psychiatrist and I did all these tests or whatever. But basically, I got diagnosed as bipolar and, uh, yeah. And I wish I would have got diagnosed as an adult because I got diagnosed as a 16-year-old. No one ever told me, hey, don't drink on your medication or, hey, don't drink at all because maybe, yeah, that's not for you because you're bipolar, like your chemical makeup and everything. Yeah. So no one ever told me that because I guess they expected, hey, you're a 16-year-old. You're not going to be drinking anyways, like, which is pretty good on them like they guessed well because i didn't really drink until i was like 19 yeah (laughs) yeah i feel you but uh yeah i really wish i was diagnosed as an adult because i'm now just doing all the homework on being bipolar yeah and what it is like what's going on when i have an episode yeah so what was testing like like i've never uh, I really do not remember because it was so long ago, but I can imagine it was something antiquated, gotcha. like a Rorschach test or whatever it's called. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really don't remember the testing. That's interesting. Yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> I, I was just seen, when I was in the hospital, I was just seen by a uh, licensed therapist, I believe. And then a licensed psychologist, there was like a team, a licensed psychologist, a social worker, hmm. and they were all like in it together and working on my case, sort of. A whole group of people. Yeah. Holy shit. It's really, they handle like everybody on the mental ward at that time, hmm. and it wasn't a lot of them, which was crazy. I was wondering how they were doing their job, but I was wondering like, how from not even doing tests like can you actually give somebody the determination of oh you have this that and the other uh, I feel like yes and no because <clears throat> isn't that what we're doing with Kanye <laughs> right? but I'm not a doctor but I do recognize patterns right and certain patterns like bipolar people have them like certain manic like depending on how manic you are uh dang i really can't explain it but basically it's just everyone has their certain patterns when they're bipolar yeah like you can be manic i think there's like one no there's two or three types of mania two. Oh, oh, mania 
Yeah. That's actually something I don't know about. True. Well, that's something that comes along with being bipolar. Yeah. Like, I know about mania. I didn't know there was different types. Oh, true, yeah. That's... Yeah, I didn't even know they could classify mania. Because so many di- different people, like you said, have different patterns and symptoms. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't aware of that until recently. Like, when I was, like, 28. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I think I lost track of your question. Nah, you're good. <laughs> I kind of... I was talking about mania and all of that, but uh, also I was wondering, so, like, do you think that those times when you were upset when we were kids, do you think bipolar played a role in, like, your emotions at that time? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I would lash out at people. I really didn't understand, like, how to control my emotions or mm-hmm. my anger. And I've noticed it in friends who are, like, bipolar as well or schizophrenic I don't know if the two should even be compared but definitely with the people that I grew up with that I know were bipolar they had anger issues as well yeah so yeah um going back to uh what you said about schizophrenic and bipolar being compared some people like to compare uh psycho psychotic symptoms to like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and how in bipolar disorder you can have psychotic symptoms but not be schizophrenic i feel sometimes i feel like psychotic symptoms is just something on its own like it's not really a part of bipolar disorder but Mm -hmm. it it, psychotic symptoms usually come on from depression like that's what it stems from (coughs) (coughs) sounds like (coughs) oh my bad sounds like mania a little bit true yeah mania stems from definitely bipolar disorder but also depression um and that can that can go into psychotic symptoms of like seeing shit and and like not really like hearing things but not nobody's there true not really feeling your surroundings although i feel like that's where the difference is because I've been manic before and I've never really saw things. Yeah. I just overly believed in myself. Yeah. Or was like overly depressed, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. So I guess maybe they shouldn't be because I've never in my worst state of illness was like seeing shit. Yeah. So or heard voices. So no. Yeah. Just like other shit me believing in myself way too much like thinking I could build build room in a day or some shit yeah so sometimes I'm actually no I don't think I'm like that at all I think I'm I'm the second bipolar disorder where you just get depressed out of nowhere and heavily depressed and you never feel that high like they call it hypomania where you're you're depressed but you're like it's like the in between you're hypomanic and then you're depressed on bipolar 2 disorder yeah i heard of i heard of this one which one there's like yeah like i said earlier there's three of them this is one of them uh 
shit. I don't, see, I don't even know which one I am. You, and they didn't even bring this up to me. Seriously. When I got diagnosed. So. Wow. They didn't. Is, they didn't bring up bipolar one, bipolar two. No. Wow. No. So, I really think sometimes I think I need to go back and get re-diagnosed. You know. Also because the last time I've done that, the last time I've been diagnosed was I was sixteen. Yeah. And shit's changed. Yeah. So. Yeah, it might be something to look into. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I know that the people that feel like they are on top at times, mm-hmm. they I, that's a bipolar one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a bipolar one, dis- uh, what's it called, characteristic. Interesting. And then bipolar two, you're just a depressed uh, slob of a human it's like nah, you're just you're just really really depressed to put it in better terms. True. Yeah, you either get depressed or you get super depressed, and that's your only. And what's the other one? Both? You feel both? I actually don't. I actually don't know if there's a third one. Oh, okay. I am interested to find out though. Because I feel like I feel both. You know. It's True. Like... <laughs> yeah, bipolar one. Also, you feel depressed as well. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's like you're low, then you're high. You're on top. But my my high is just depressed. Right. Then my low is super depressed. Hmm. Which is, I don't know why. I don't feel like even, like, teachers and doctors know why. It's only those two in bipolar disorder. Hmm. But that's the most that they see in people. There might be a third or a fourth or a fifth. Yeah, who knows? It's probably only two because the last time I read up on all this was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <clears throat> I read up on all that stuff to remind me like what I'm feeling. Like I check in with myself. I'm like, what the heck am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way mm-hmm. at this particular time? Uh, I check my medications like probably once a month to be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? What I'm, what am I not like? thinking about when I'm living basically you're better than me because I just take them and although recently I've been questioning like should I even be taking Prozac because I heard Prozac isn't even good for bipolar yeah so and I've been taking it since I was like 16 really yeah that's the only one since then uh probably not I don't remember but I've been taking it for a while okay I'm gonna say that for a long time yeah Prozac is kind of tricky yeah like although it, I've only been taking it consistently in the past two years true, so. true. <laughs> yeah but when I first started taking my medication I was not consistent at all takes a while yeah it does you gotta get over the stigma of it and then <clears throat> you just gotta get used to like the routine you gotta make it part of the routine you know and get over any type of other bullshit you may have in your head about taking medication. Right, right. It's like, it's going to help you. What the hell? Yeah. Definitely now I'm like, yeah, I take medication. And then if a person doesn't really mess with that or they do, and I'm just like, it is what it is for real. True. <clears throat> they probably need it too. It's like, what the fuck? For real. Like, <laughs> so many people don't know that. Like, people would criticize other people and be like, yeah, that person's messed up when they themselves might be messed up. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to say like having mental illness is a bad thing, but it definitely it definitely does make life living a, a little bit harder. Uh, but you're still able to live life. I mean, you're a human on this earth. But it's definitely something that it's negative and positive at the same time. True. Yeah. So I kind of I f- feel bad saying the word messed up because that's just how a person is for real. But it's 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 both a good and a bad thing. Huh. That's very poetic of you. Thank you. I I would have just been like, man, shit's fucked. <laughs> I want to be like that sometimes. <laughs> 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, shit's, shit's fucked. Shit's fucked. I'm going to watch a movie, fall asleep. <laughs> Hopefully I don't wake back up until an appropriate time. Right, right. Which hardly ever happens these days. It'd be like that. Uh, I stay waking up at like 12 or 1, 1 p.m. I wake up. Well, when I don't have my meds, my sleeping meds, because I take Seroquel to go to sleep, mm-hmm. when I don't have that, I'm up until, like, I can stay up until, like, 6 a.m., but if I try and force myself to go to sleep, 3 a.m., Yeah. you know, that's why I smoke a lot of weed when I don't have my meds, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to, like, ramp myself down, get myself tired enough to like instantly fall asleep right so and drinking doesn't help at all i can't sleep at all when i drink gotcha like ugh. sometimes like if i drink an ipa i'll get to sleep real nice <laughs> just one will do sure but that's the thing i'm not supposed to be drinking because i'm bipolar and I don't even know if my medicine works because I drink all my medicine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Shit's crazy. I really do need to go get all this situated. Yeah, like, go, I don't know about, like, testing again, but if you've been on Prozac since then, you definitely might need to be on something else because, like you said, your body's changed, your mind has changed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been on, like... I've probably been on 10 different medications by now. Damn. Yeah, and I was on a benzodiazepine, too. Huh. Yeah, it'd be like that. I've heard, I heard of people switching hella medications, and I'm always like, I've been on the same three for years. True. <laughs> so, uh. Well, how many times, like, how many times a year do you do you feel like you got that on top feeling that you can do anything. When I'm like at, when I'm manic, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, shit. Or in a month. In a month. A good month. Uh, hopefully zero. Right, right. Excuse me. But I'd say, I'm going to say twice. Twice? Yeah. Yeah, the, I, yeah. there's like four weeks in a month, so that's pretty often. Yeah. So. But then again, sometimes I, I do well and I don't have those episodes. Yeah, I feel you. And like, and then after, I'm, after I feel up, it feels like a crash. Like I feel up, I feel up and everything. Where? It's good. Of all these ideas, and then the next day, 
after I've gotten some sleep because I'm up, you know, I'm like, you know what? Everything I just did in the past, like, 24 hours sucks. Like, fuck all this. True. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll get depressed. And then I'll, like, over, Uh, like, analyze things. Yeah. Like, my reactions on Facebook, like, when I'm interacting with people, messaging people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, could they tell that I was manic? Is that why they responded that way? Right, right. You know? So, but, yeah. Twice a month, I'd say. Yeah. I pro- For me, I'd probably say, uh, I think I'm on a good cocktail and medication I think I'm waiting for my anxiety medication to kick in since I just got it mm-hmm. but I'm probably once a month consistently once a month mm-hmm. like I've been but the thing is like it's effective but I don't I still feel like a not a zombie but like not living either really like I feel like I'm in the middle when I'm just experiencing things and the only thing that I really feel at times is just either nervousness. Um, no, yeah, I'm just nervous all the time, honestly. So I don't really and feel. And the meds much. make you feel like that. I feel like yeah, because I don't I don't get the feeling out of life, you know. Like right. when good things happen, like I get, I'm like okay that happened. When bad things happen, I'm like oh shit that happened. But time, like, I'll be driving on the highway. This is one weird instance, but I'll be driving on the highway, and I'll look up and see the sky, mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy shit. And then I get so, like, I get a rush of feelings into my body that I feel like are emotions, that are good emotions. And I just don't, I don't feel that. I don't feel that at all. And it'll last for, like, a couple of seconds. And you won't be on your meds? No, I will be. Maybe it's your meds. Yeah. Yeah, man, because... How, how I've never felt like that in my life off of just being sober, you know? True. Like, you're on your meds, your meds, like, influence your feelings. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but they definitely influence you. Prozac, after a while, will influence you. <laughs> Good or bad. Yeah. Adderall. I actually think Adderall kind of messes up and adds to my mania yeah, a little bit. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But have you ever taken a benzodiazepine? Nah. I don't even know what those are. Like those are what a lot of people call the bad cuz you get you get addicted to them easily. Oh, is that like uh they're the anxiety drugs like uh Xanax? Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, I, I, <laughs> recreationally, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, why would you do this recreationally? This is not fun at all. Right, right. But I definitely felt, I didn't feel anxious. I just felt like I was floating. I just felt free. <laughs> like, I was out of my head. Yeah. But, yeah, I would never take Xanax. I wouldn't do that shit. Yeah. There's a lot better things to do to curb anxiety. That's very true. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just trying to figure out a way around my anxiety because it's just so pervasive. True. Like, I can't go to work and function correctly. Like, I'll be typing on the screen, and my hands will just start shaking just because I'm talking to somebody. And I start sweating and whatnot. And this happens, like, daily while I'm at work, and I I just don't 
have a way around it yet. Well, a lot of us have been indoors because of the quarantine. That's true. We're not used to constantly being around people again. That's actually something I'm kind of concerned about once I do go back to work is how am I going to feel around crowds of people and all that and just like the constant demand of work mm-hmm. that that rush that you eventually get during the day mm-hmm. you know so I'm like how am I going to deal with that because I'm so used to everything being so chill and right. slow right. I'm like I don't want to go back to a job like that <laughs> I can't <laughs> Yeah, I kind of threw myself in the deep end, working at a mall, kind of. I was already getting used to, you know, just being sociable and letting things roll off my back, you Mm -hmm. know. Now I'm just like, eh, might fuck around and I don't know. Yeah. Just quit. I don't want to say go postal. I was about to go. I was about to say go postal <laughs> at work, but I will just like walk off on the spot. Yeah. If like shit rubs me the wrong way, I've done it before. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Unless if it's a shit job, like a restaurant job, yeah, do it. Who cares? <laughs> but if it's a good job, if it's a stepping stone to your career, don't ever fucking do that. Yeah, for like, sure. McDonald's, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Just don't put them on your fucking resume. <laughs> don't, like, why would you even put them on the resume at all unless you were a fucking manager in the first place? But, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. No I've definitely learned more about you and about myself, and I'm probably going to do some more research and uh, just remind myself, keep myself, like, check and check as they call it pc culture it's like nah but uh (laughs) but yeah thank you very much and yeah thank you so much for listening to the mental supplement i'm zay your host please tune into the next episode thank you very much love y'all